Hey guys, welcome to A Slice of Life. My name is Life Francis, and I will be your host for this show and all the episodes forward because, of course, this is my podcast. What else would it be? Um, with that said, why is this not recording? <laughs> okay, we are recording. We are recording. It's, it's, yes, we are recording. Hi, I'm Lai. Welcome to A Slice of Life. Again, um, A Slice of Life. A podcast where I literally just talk about random shit that tickles my fancy. Anything. Everything. Anytime. Anyplace. Not anytime, actually. Uh, anytime would be too much. But this is... I would like to say it's weekly. If not weekly, bi-weekly. Bi-weekly is like twice a month, right? That's what it's it means. It's every two weeks. Yes, twice a month. It depends on the calendar. But depends yes, on the let's calendar. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen. I'm joined by Karen, who is my amazing producer assistant Hello. person who is currently outlining what goes on on this first episode of the podcast because of technical difficulties <laughs> that happened before this so thank you karen i love you so much you're amazing love you. um so yeah a slice of life is this is the first episode i'm so happy that you're listening whoever is listening or whoever decides to listen God bless your souls. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're talented. The beauty in you is such a blessing. I'm pretty sure I just repeated what I just said, but you know what? Let's get it. Let's get it. So, yes, the first episode. I guess I could start by saying, who am I? I am Lai Francis, and I am your worst nightmare. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, I'm Lai Francis. A lot of you may know me as the journalist or the right, the multimedia journalist and content creator that does K-pop stuff, interviews your faves, talks about your faves, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, or some of the publications I write for. Um, and it's great to have this outlet now where I could express my thoughts and feelings and whatever's bothering me on this podcast. So... I guess that's that checks off the list of who I am, right? Yeah, checking it off. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. Uh, what else is there? Now I could say I'm a podcast host, right? And instead of being a multimedia journalist, I'm a podcaster. But then again, being a multimedia journalist means that you not only branch into writing, but also audio and video. So scratch that. It's not really a podcast host, right? I mean, it's in the job description. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll just leave it there. It won't be on LinkedIn, but it'll be mentally there. Great. So, a slice of life. Um, the inspiration behind the podcast. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate this a lot. A slice of life was really inspired by not only the other podcasts that I listened to actually they're heavily they were the main reasons why I pushed for this and a big shout out to Epic Highs Tableau and, and Eric Nam and Jamie who uh, Park Jimin uh, who have their own podcasts and have this freedom to just express themselves and talk about anything and everything in music as well or um, any trending topics or things that bother them so shout out to them because that's the reason why that inspired me to push this more on a slice of life but other than that i guess mainly it is the, the interviews that i've done in 2019 that kind of told 
that kind of reminded me what I love doing and which is as a journalist you want to tell the stories of your subjects and be as real and true to the story so that's what I want to do on this podcast and it doesn't have to be an artist it I want to I want to bring in creatives behind the scenes whether they are a producer a, a, a writer or a composer a photographer or any kind of creative I do want to humanize them other than the titles that they're known for so that's why there's this podcast a slice of life um so yeah telling those stories would be amazing and i hope to i hope their stories inspire you to become who you want to be eventually you know so hmm. what did I do with a slice of life or what was the name? How did I come to the name of a slice of life, right? Karen asked me earlier why how did I come to the name of a slice of life? Well, of course my name is Lai and uh, for me I do love puns using my name. So, of course Lai. You can't say life without Lai. That's what I would just joke around even as a kid. But Lie Francis is obviously the name that I use. I don't use my government name. For those of you curious on my government name, it's better not. If you don't know, just for the sake of privacy, I do cherish my privacy. But Lie Francis does uh, resonate or, or is inspired by my real name. Lie is a nickname that was given to me by my family and was always used. And I was I was always called Lie when as a kid. Um... And Francis is my confirmation name. It's just so ironic that um, I'm I'm quite sacrilegious now. Um, so whenever I introduce myself, or whenever people ask myself, why lie Francis or who is lie Francis, um, it's me. Because when people ask me why I do use that name, is because the well, lie is obviously like I said. Lie is a name that I've grown up using, uh, a nickname. So it's like I'm telling a story of or bringing a piece of my life to them because it's something that was that's very intimate and close to heart. And Francis just sounded cool. So that's why you just smack Lie Francis together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. So that's how Lie Francis um, came about. But then a slice of life plays on to that theme of I'm giving you a small slice of what it is going on, what's going on in my world. And it doesn't have to be my world, obviously. It also could be with the subjects that are going to be on the show or um, anything that is trending in, in the world right now or in pop culture or music or K-pop, which are topics that are going to be heavily talked about on this podcast. Mainly K-pop because there you can never get enough K-pop and K-pop is taking over the world. And I'd like to think K-pop is always a fun subject to talk about. Especially girl groups because girl groups are amazing. Who run the world, Karen? Girls. Thanks. Shout out to Beyonce. Um, then what else is there? What, what else is there, Karen? What what could we talk about on this podcast? Girls. Or what 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 girl 
<laughs> more girls. <laughs> more girls. All right. Well, speaking of girls, I guess. Um, and just to give you a background right now, it is. I'm recording this two days before Christmas and a week and a day. Eight days, right? I'm not stupid. Eight. Eight days. <laughs> Eight days. I love math. I hate math. Eight days before the new year. And 2019 overall has been, personally for me, um, been very, it's been a roller coaster. Definitely a, a, a mental roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. And um, I wouldn't say physical roller coaster as I am still trying to work out. And I still am. I think I've been consistent in my head. That's why I think so. Um, but I think career-wise, it's it's gone well. It's gone well. I'm There were a lot of opportunities this year that I'm very blessed to have. And by opportunities, I mean interviews that I've done that literally triggered and inspired me to do this podcast. So... <sighs> 2019 had a lot of concerts, K-pop concerts specifically. And I think I've gone to at least half of them. And not to mention this year itself, we had major girl groups go on tour and or make appearances at um, festivals or conventions like KCON. Um, so yeah. The year started off with me interviewing Red Velvet, and honestly, I was not expecting to have that interview. Um, as someone who is a, a fan of Red Velvet and adores their music and their fluidity of concepts and musicality, it's amazing. Stream Psycho, which just dropped today. Um, that was honestly... A great experience. Actually, maybe I'll do an episode of what goes on, what went on behind the scenes for any specific interviews that I've done. Ooh, that's a good one. So yeah, um, I'd say like, comment, and subscribe. But we're not on YouTube right now, which also brings me sorry to, to sorry to get sidetracked. But that's also a reason why I wanted to do a podcast is because sometimes it's way more convenient to just edit yourselves on on voice and. It's, it's, uh, I'm not as visually pleasing. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that myself. All right. She got jokes, guys. Why right. has jokes? Shut up, Karen. We get it. Um, but I'm not as gorgeous as, like, your faves. <laughs> but I, I will say I have nice skin, though. It's beautiful. I have great skin. I don't wear makeup. It's glowing. It's glowing I'm right glowing. now. If you could see it, oh, blinded. <laughs> In a good way. So, yes. I was... Where were we? We were talking about... Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Behind-the-scene interview idea. Ah, yes. So we could do an episode on behind-the-scenes of what went on mentally or, like, what what do those... um, Fan accounts, I guess. But not really a fan account because that's... that's, That'd be too much. So an account. So an account. An account. An account. That's what we do. Maybe we could do that. If you guys want to want to know more what went behind the scenes on some of my interviews, more than welcome to tell some stories. Um, huh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, after Red Velvet, I had a chance to interview Sunmi, who is honestly one of the most, my personally highly respected artists right now. 
considering um, for the past 11 years um, of following K-pop, obviously she was one of the, her group, the the Wonder Girls, were one of the main reasons why I got into K-pop. Um, and, you know, from being a girl group member to, honestly, the powerful of a powerful female act in the K-pop industry, literally tackling everything and anything that goes in her way, um, and also just being real with herself, and, and it's honestly, it's, it's incredible, so to have that turnaround, it's, life literally just came full circle with that interview, and I was not expecting for her, for that reaction, well, it's honestly one of my most prized interviews to date, um, because they're literally, it was, it was literally a 10-year challenge, um, if for those of you who follow me on Instagram, there is a, a, a photo of us from 10 years ago when when the Wonder Girls was, were opening for the Jonas Brothers on their tour. And then now you have the, the picture of the both of us right uh, right before she hopped on on her first solo world tour. So that was literally inspiring to me. Then I had Stray Kids. Stray Kids is literally an amazing group. Of guys, I was talking to a fellow journalist, um, a fellow fellow media colleague, and I was saying that Shay Kids are just like my little brothers. They just don't know it yet. They're really cool kids. Literally the most humble kids I've ever met. Um, then who else? Well, in terms of girl groups, there were... Uh, that of course, Eyes One, Idol, and Everglow, which Everglow sadly didn't make it to cake on. Promise Nine was Promise here. Promise Nine was here, you know. Um, twice. Twice. Black Pink. Black Pink went from Coachella and then doing arena tours and 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 you have Twice out here doing dome tours across Japan and and selling out KSPO Dome in Korea, and doing arena tours as their first world tour in the U.S. I mean, that's insane. A lot of things happened for the for the ladies this year, and it's, it's it's really cool. And then there's Dreamcatcher, which obviously I didn't go to, but but from what I've heard, they're literally going to be the most watched artists in 2020. Th- those are the predictions, and I wouldn't be surprised if they are because they're amazing overall. Um, Tiffany, too. Tiffany, how can I forget Tiffany? Tiffany Young, Breaking Barriers, man. iHeart's best new artist right there. So that was also coming full circle. Though I did not have a picture from 10 years ago, but honestly, I was a so on then. Still a so on now, but now I am a young one and a so on. So I'm so young. Oh, I just thought that right now. I think I'm so smart, guys. (laughs) I think I'm so smart. Um, but yeah, Tiffany has been killing the game. I'm so happy to build this awesome rapport with her whenever I see her. So she's cool. Keep supporting her. And Tiffany, if you end up listening to this, keep doing what you do, boo, because you're freaking killing it. Love you. Love ya. <laughs> um, who, who else? Like, what other female acts can we talk about? There's so many. I mean... And then you have 2020 opening up with Itzy. I mean, literally the only girl group to top charts in, I think, Gaon? 
I could be wrong, but the only girl group to top the charts in 2019, only rookie girl group. So that's incredible. So to have them come come to the to the U.S. and do a showcase tour is exciting. Just less than a year of their debut too.、Mm-hmm. And then you have Stray Kids doing coming back for、uh, another world tour, which I'm I'm personally excited for all these,、uh, these these groups. They're 17, not. I'd say, and then you have Seventeen, Eighties in April,、yeah. and you have Eric Nam, and you also Nam, have Amber, Amber, and then who was just announced? AB Six. Oh, AB Six. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, see, like, I I'm so sorry for all the fans who. Who have been who are trying to collect coins and saving their coins from work, and 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 their Christmas money or or Hanukkah money. Like I'm I'm so sorry with all these. Well, your pockets must be burning. Um, you might not even have a wallet. You might have to put your wallet at the pawn shop. I mean, I don't know, but honestly, respect to you if you decide to go to all these concerts. But spend your money wisely too. Remember, there's merch too. Sometimes, and I have to say, the Korean merch is way better. It's way better. So I'd say, if you really love this group, get their merchandise. And I'm speaking for myself because capitalism will always win me over when it comes to some merchandise from some groups because it's just great quality and it's just better design. Cool. What else is there? What else did we talk about? Twenty nineteen had a lot of things going on for girl groups, of course.、Um, personally, career wise, I had all these interviews too. Oh, I had an interview with Twice. <laughs> yeah,、uh, I mean, go read that on Pop Crush. Honestly,、um, I'm proud of that one because Mina was part of it. You know, for someone who who、uh, went on hiatus, I mean, is still on hiatus and is.、Uh, Going through anxiety and and stage fright. I mean, it's not it's not an easy journey to go through. I myself、uh, have anxiety at times.、Uh, obviously, depression is no stranger to me as well. But to have someone like Mina, who is part of literally the number one girl group in Asia right now,、um, join the interview. It was honestly a heartwarming feeling, and I was surprised to the point where you know, I almost cried because. You don't get that often for someone who's fighting their own demons, or you know they're fighting their own fight, and then join in on an interview like that. I mean, it's great. So I hope maybe next year for twenty twenty wishes for twenty twenty. I think that's what we should also wishes for wishes for twenty twenty. Um, <laughs> we're literally winging this episode, so thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Um. It、was honestly astounding, and I'm I'm very thankful to to them for for her to join in and and all of the members of Twice to answer the questions、um, in the interview. This isn't about girl groups, but can we talk about ATs in Holland? Oh, wow, in guys!、Print? There were so many things going on that I almost forgot that I did an interview a, a print literally a. Print issue. You know what's funny? I haven't gotten my issues yet. You haven't. Oh my god. Uh. So um. You know, to my editors, guys, it's been months, two months, two months, and I'm still waiting for my issues in the mail. Um. But yes, KCon. We. That's how much. That's how you know things are a blur. Things were a blur as it is at during KCon LA weekend. 
But I did manage to do two cover stories, out two out of the four cover stories for Tomorrow Magazine's Asia issue, and um, I was telling the story of Holland and also Ateez. Honestly, those interviews were very intimate. I was getting more, more so getting to know them as the humans, of course, uh, uh, the humans behind the microphones and the stage themselves, uh, and that's what I plan to do with this podcast. So. Kind of, if you if you ever stumble upon those interviews or the print issue, um, that's what I try to get a gist of what I'm going to do with this podcast. So, yes, ATs in Holland, how can I forget? Literally, how can I forget? Two print issues that was, that's available in the UK. I believe both issues are sold out in store, but we are planning to restock them soon. So for those fans who are waiting for a restock, you may just get... A hand and a copy. Yes. Wow. I almost, thank you, Karen. Honestly, I forgot. I literally forgot my own cover story. As as the president Print. of your fan club, uh, I think we could. Uh, I, I think we could actually argue in that because my mom might want that. Coprez, Coprez. <laughs> I will gladly be VP to your mom as P. Uh, <laughs> um. So I just named a bunch of artists right now, and I think it's only safe to say that we should... I should probably name my top 10. Not really top 10. It's literally out of order. My top 10 songs. Wow, I'm stumbling on my words, guys. But I'd say my top 10 K-pop songs that stuck out to me this year. I'd say Chonga's Gotta Go was definitely one of them. And not to mention that music video was great. The choreography is great. Chonga never fails. She is literally a queen. God bless her soul. I honestly want a tour from her in 2020. If that so happens, Chonga, I'm going to pull up and say, what's up? What's popping? What's good? Let's hit the studio, a.k.a. wherever the backstage is, so we could do a podcast interview. Because I think she'd honestly be a great subject. And also, her her uh, feature on Terry TV's blog, where they go to Chipotle... And oh then gosh, that, was fun. that was awesome. And how Terry himself said, can I call you Annie? And she said, no, that's an iconic moment. So I kind of want to have my iconic moment where I ask you if I could call you Annie. Chonga. <laughs> and you could just say no or hit me and I'd say thank you. Um, Stray Kids Miro. Honestly, this song live is amazing. For those of you who have never seen Stray Kids... Please go check out Stray Kids Live. Honest, they're the super charismatic and just fun to watch. Um, and this song itself, the the part where it goes, Stray Kids, that part gets me, my guy. Really good live, so good live. I'd say Itzy, Dala Dala. You know, at first I never really, I never really, I did. It didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. It grew on it me. Grew on you. It yeah. grew on me. So Itzy's great. Um, I love Yeji's pony twin tails. Pigtails. Pigtails. Yo, she's badass, man. Super badass. Um, and that dance break is like when you're punching the air, like the uppercut punching move. That's amazing. Great, great move. I do it in the shower. Nice. Many times. Uh, twice as fancy of course song of the year honestly 
I people might say, might think otherwise that it's not the song of the year. But honestly, culturally and socially, Fancy hits the spot. Who who's not referencing Fancy on 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 Twitter? No one, right? Mm-hmm. Like every Everyone. everyone's talking about, mm-hmm. right? That's a no brainer. And plus, we could talk about Cheong's look in that music video, but we could we can we can honestly do a whole episode yeah, on Cheong and her and her whole look transformation because that girl, she's a baddie. She's a badass. Um, day six, want to go back? Great song, especially for those of you who love Day Six or watch the Build series interview. I made Doan sing his part. Because Doan is the best singer from day six. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry, Brian. Songjin, Wonpil. I'm sorry. But Doan. Doan's vocals is amazing. Great. They're freaking great. Um, Eric Nam's congratulations. I say this because this is the kind of mood I want to go into 2020 with. You want to let go of all the bad things. Well, not really not the bad things. Because congratulations more of a breakup song. But you end up on good terms. And you're kind of happy that it ended off. Um, I wish that happened to me, but, uh, <laughs> but it, it mentally speaking, uh, that's how I want to, that's how I'm treating like 2019 is my significant other that I'm kind of glad that it's ending. Um, and I have to move on. So that's what, how I'd say congratulations is honestly a good song to that resonated with me. Stray Kids Double Knot. I would also say that this song is like a good amount of. EDM trap, R&B pop, pop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that matches everything together, and that's perfect. Um, but something about Double Knot, I think, it is the choreography where it's like they're. No. No, it was a Double Knot. What was that? No. Mori apu da. That's the one where they're like punching Mori, the uh, air, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. But also, Double Knot is like, the they have like grandiose choreography with their hand movements in this one and i saw it on tv when i was in korea and the song just slaps too just just it just meshes well and plus i feel like every time stray kids yells in their song it just it just gets stuck in my head i think i'm just gonna name them all so there's itsy's icy i walk to itsy's icy every morning on 8th ave from port authority to my workplace and that's a good 16 minutes so that's Four times on loop. Four and a half, maybe. So I'm like strutting it how uh, they strut it in LA in the music video. So I pretend I'm part of the music video. So that just keeps me motivated and just starts my morning, right? So stream, it sees, I see. Beep, beep. <laughs> um, and then, you know, when you get all hyped up, it makes you feel special. So I say shout out to Twice as Feel Special because... Honestly, I think that has to be my most favorite song of the year because of the subject and the lyrics of the song. Usually in K-pop, you like the songs for the beats and the and the sounds as is, but would feel special. Those lyrics run deep, my guy. So shout out to that. Um, personally, Mina's verse hits home. Um, for those homebodies and introverts and those who deal with anxiety, honestly, that her her part really um, resonated the most with me. Did, am I missing? Did I say everyone? I think oh, wait, no. 
Oh, okay. Obviously, today's December 23rd. Uh, Red Velvet just released their new song, Psycho. Um, I had a feeling they were going to just drop the song of the year for them uh, today after Oompa Oompa and um, what was Zim Zalabim. I mean, I love Zim Zalabim because I feel like I'm conjuring bad spirits, but Psycho was the R&B pop hit that I was waiting since Bad Boy. So to see this comeback with Red Velvet, I'm very happy to see it. And yeah, I think those are my top 10 songs and out of out of order. I mean, there are more. There sure are more. Um, but those are the ones that resonated most. Some debatable now that I think about it. But I'm only saying them now because we're winging it today, guys. We're doing a great job. Amazing work. Thanks, Karen, and I appreciate it. So... Since we have done the top 10, we've, we've talked about 2019 a bit. There's literally eight days left till the end of the year. What's left, I guess, um, is what are we looking for in 2020, right? The wishes that we have for 2020. Huh. Wishes for 2020 is obviously hopefully grow and prosper more. Not just for me, but everyone around me in their careers or in their personal lives. I mean, we're, we're all growing, obviously, in age, but some of us can't move on mentally um, or emotionally or physically due to just personal reasons. So I just hope everyone prospers and grows in a healthily manner. Hopefully in 2020, there's more opportunities for me to do interviews with some of your faves or even my personal faves. So look out for that more episodes and <laughs> more episodes of this podcast obviously and hope it goes well to the point where there are some artists i could finally have or or invite to it and great subjects i do want to have producers on here to just talk about the music that music that they made for k-pop artists or in just in general and what their journeys are they don't get enough credit as is so hopefully this platform helps them i guess for 2020 uh, Karen, what do you wish for in 2020? Just happiness and good times ahead with friends and fam. Happiness and good times, guys. She said happiness and good times because who wouldn't want happiness and good times? Um, happiness. Happiness. We've been singing like random songs today and I, I've maybe one day we'll sing on this. If There's no copyright oh stuff, but you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. Do I have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, not really. To be very honest with you, it's, it's, it's an ongoing thing to have resolutions. And people just say, people would rather talk the talk than walk the walk. And that's something you get to realize as you grow old. So it's better to just go th get with things and do things on your own pace. Don't rush yourself if you're not ready. And, uh, you know, do you, boo. You control your life. You control your happiness. Um... And if you work hard on something, then you finally achieve your kind of happiness. You know, I'm not Dr. Love here, but I'm trying my best. But I'm not. So, <laughs> I guess we could wrap it up here, right? Like, things are cool. Yeah. I mean, so thanks again for, uh, for dealing with me, Karen. I appreciate it. Always, thanks for joining me. <laughs> 
uh, for those of you listening, thank you so much for listening this, to this first episode. Um, maybe I'll record a proper outro so you guys, so I could plug my socials. But then again, I think with these podcasts, people just plug their socials on the description. So, but for those who don't feel like following or reading the description, you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Not Facebook, because I don't trust Facebook. Facebook has so many privacy breaches that I just don't trust it at all. So, for those listening, don't do Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do as you please, but honey, your privacy. But then again, for those of you who have Alexa and Echo, I mean, that's another story. The government's listening. So, Live Francis on Instagram and Twitter. That's L-A-I-F-R-N-C-S. Live Francis, L-A-I-F-R-N-C-S. Or you could just repeat this or rewind a couple seconds ago and just listen to me repeat and spell it out again. Hopefully, I get to push out episodes bi-weekly if I have the time. And I hope to bring more content that will satisfy your ears. For those of you who have stuck through the end, really, thank you. It means a lot to me that you've stuck around this long. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. And if this comes out after the holidays, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. And that all the gifts that you received are up to your standards. <laughs> That's not how to say it. That's not a right way to say it. But I hope all the, all the gifts, I hope you get what you want. That's what I'm trying to say. I hope you got what you wanted, whether it is materialistic or not. Um, I hope you got what you wanted and are happy and satisfied and are surrounded by love all around. And stay happy. So, yes. Within this year, let's stay happy and healthy. Thanks, guys. That sounded very uh, formal, but thank you again. Bye.